Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. A warmer from Evo. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family of Podcasts and a podcast as presented today by DraftKings and Vote Yes on Prop 27. Prop 27 is doing everything that I can to help out sports bettors in the great state of California get away from the shady bookies that they've had to deal with for so long and be able to bet online, much like over half the country is able to. The good folks out there in states like New York, Pennsylvania, they're able to. Now it's time to get California online and able to bet online. So vote yes on Prop 27. And we're voting yes on an absolutely tremendous podcast. As joining me in segment number two, we are going to be joined by Matt Joseph. You know him better as Ben Major Matt. He is going to be chatting with me about how he's gauging player props this time of year. We're going to be taking a look at the three games that we are going to be getting on this Friday. And on top of that, we're going to be taking a look at just a team that might be able to offer a little bit of value on the futures market. And now he'd be playing it because futures market is, well, let's call it what it is, very dry right now. But that said, Matt does an absolutely amazing job handicapping so many things, as you can tell from his name. Does a terrific job taking a look at the great game of college basketball as well. So we're going to be joined by him in segment number two in the final segment. Going to give you guys picks and analysis on all three games on the betting board for this MLB Friday. As we touch them all, if you ever have a question, comment, segment idea, want to have you for this podcast, you've got one or two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GNet underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters here. They mean does not matter. So as per usual, please just send those into the timeline the other way. That is fine an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Five that five star review. Did not get in any Twitter questions today. 
before we go any further, I'm sure that there might be a few questions as to whether or not I justify a handicap on Yankees versus Guardians from yesterday. No, I'll be going through that in the final segment, but both, because both of those teams were coming off of an off day anyway, now you pretty much just get two off days and said bullpen wasn't going to be rested to start with. Really didn't adjust that at all. I will be going more in-depth with my picks and analysis, what I like in that game in the final segment, but really didn't adjust my handicap for that game. But because that game did get rained out, on Thursday. That means that we had just one game for Thursday, but it was a doozy of one, so let's recap it and try to find out a little bit more of the trends that we're seeing this MLB postseason as well. A game from yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. The Astros get the job done by a count of 42 as Air Jordan does it again. Jordan Alvarez goes deep off of Luis Castillo, his second home run in the last two games between the regular and the postseason. He's got 39 on the season as Luis Castillo pitched a solid game, gave up three runs over the course of seven innings. I know that there are many that were advocating for him to walk Jordan Alvarez in that spot. That did not happen. Andres Munoz did come out of the bullpen. He allowed a run in an inning for anyone that took the Astros run line. I personally took the money line myself. That was very, very significant. And what else was very significant was the Seattle Mariners leaving the bases loaded in the sixth inning. They left nine men on base, which is one of six with men in scoring position as it was bend but don't break for the Houston Astros. A lot of high leverage spots from Rivaldez. Gives up two runs in five and two-thirds innings. Punched out six. Exterioners got that big out to close out the sixth inning. And then Brian Abreu gives you two-thirds of an inning. He allowed a walk. And then Rafael Montero, he closed out the seventh and closed out the eighth. Brian Presley, he puts a pair of men on in the ninth inning, but he was able to wriggle out of it. He gets a scoreless inning in for the Houston Astros. On top of that Alvarez home run, you also had Kyle Tucker go deep off of Luis Castillo, his first. And if you're taking a look at the postseason right now, you've had nine unders to seven overs played thus far. So we've been seeing quite a few unders being played thus far. Right now, road teams have been able to do a relatively solid job. They are at eight and eight. So if you've been taking a look at the underdogs to be able to win outright, they are seven and nine. But due to just the juice and the juice alone, you've been able to make a little bit of money if you've been betting on the underdogs. And the way that it has been going, favorites have had a tough time covering the run line as favorites in terms of the run line thus far this postseason. They have went just 6-10 and 10 being able to cover the run and half. So be mindful of that and we are very mindful of just very many ways to be able to bet this MLB postseason. Mid-major Matt, Matt Josephs, he does an amazing job being able to extract value from not just sides and totals, but a lot of player props. I know he goes with some first fives, some first threes. He finds very many ways to be able to make some money on these baseball games that he's going to be going through quite a few of the ways that you can find some value bets that might not be the side and total for the games for Friday. And we're going to be talking about that with him next right here on the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. We're back to the Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It is always a pleasure to have mid-major Matt, better known as Matt Josephs, on the show. He does amazing work doing a wide variety of things. I know that he did a great job with his college football previews over there at Athlon Sports. His name is mid-major Matt, so as we know, he does a great job taking a look at college basketball. I know that he's doing some work over there for the ESPN affiliate radio in Richmond, Virginia as well. He does a great job with that show as well, so list goes on and on. Matt covers a little bit of everything and does so very well, and you're able to follow Mid-Major Matt on Twitter at Easy Enough Mid-Major Matt all together. And always a pleasure to have you aboard, my friend. Thank you. No problem, Greg. Looking forward to chatting with you about some baseballs. we got a busy slate coming up. Yep, we've got an extra game because, well, we were supposed to get Guardians versus Yankees yesterday. That game got washed out. And does that affect the way that you take a look at this Guardians versus Yankees game? Because if they were playing on back-to-back games, I was or if they were playing on back-to-back days, that was something that would have affected me a little bit. You get a little bit less bullpen use, what have you, but just because they were coming off of an off day to begin with, this really doesn't affect my handicap for this game. If anything, I might be willing to take a look at it over just a little bit because it goes from a night game to a day game, but this really doesn't affect too much of how I look at this one. Well, I'll tell you, the one thing it's affected already today, I had gotten over four and a half strikeouts for Shane Bieber, a number I really liked. It eventually flipped over to five and a half on the on the book I got it from, and now they basically took all the numbers down, re-put them back up, and it's five and a half, so there will be no four and a halves for me. But yeah, I don't know necessarily how much this is going to do for this game. I think it's going to more affect the back end because now neither team has a day off. I think that's going to be where the issue is. And if one of these pitchers had a 
drastic day versus night split, that makes a difference. But other than that, I think we'll feel more the effects in game four if there is one than game two. Yep, I do think so as well, because now these teams are not going to have an off day. So that is going to be affecting them a little bit. And if the Astros are able to close out in three games, that gives them all the more rest going into a potential American League Championship Series against either of these teams as well. So the long-term effects are going to be there. I really don't think that there's going to be too many effects for the game that we're going to be seeing on Friday. And then in terms of that game, we are seeing Cleveland Guardians hovering in that neighborhood of about a plus 125, might be finding it a penny or two better slash worse with the Yankees with Nestor Cortez, minus 135 with a total between six and a half and six. And I just think that especially with this now being a little bit more of an afternoon game, that the ball is going to be flying a little bit more in New York. It is October. It's a little bit cooler, but I think that that plays a little bit of an impact. I think that six might be a little bit too low. I recognize the Guardians offense has been very far from stellar here in the postseason, but I do think that six is starting to be that point of no return where the number's getting a little bit too low on this total. Yeah, and one worry for that would be if, you know, the Shane Bieber of old returns, and he's had some mixed bag numbers against the Yankees. Uh, he hasn't faced them this year. He had good numbers against them last year, but then in the playoffs two years ago, he got rocked a little bit, although neither of those starts came in New York. And as we're talking, I'm kind of looking at temperature and everything. It's about 65 tomorrow, no chance of rain, just minimal wind, so it's a little bit cooler. I always like to look at the K-Props, and, and you know from the many Many times that I've been on with you, the Guardians don't strike out a lot. Uh, if you look at their numbers throughout the season, they're averaging about 4.3 strikeouts per game against left-handed starting pitchers. But a guy who's actually had a lot of success against them this year has been Cortez in both of his starts. He's managed to go over his number. And that's very surprising considering this is a Guardians team that doesn't strike out a lot. So I think there's some people out there who will look at this number. Now, the one difference is I feel like Cortez might be one of those guys they yank a little bit early only because they have so much confidence in their bullpen. Problem is, if the Guardians offense doesn't show up, I could easily see the left-hander going six or seven innings and kind of going over that four and a half number. So just a little cautious for those who look at the under, Cortez has actually had success in both of his starts against uh, the Guardians with regards to K-Props this season. You bring up something very interesting with this as well in that the Yankees, they do have a bullpen that ranks third in the big leagues in terms of ERA, so they've been able to do a solid job there. And you just noticed it during the postseason as well. I'm sure that you're very aware when it comes to taking a look at player props that in terms of being able to get an outs prop over, in terms of getting a K prop over, it is a little bit more of a roll of the dice because there are quicker hooks this time of year. As joining me on the podcast, we do have mid-major match. And how do you gauge that in terms of your handicapping? Because I do think that's a little bit more situation by situation. The game that we saw yesterday between the Astros and the Mariners, really no quick hooks whatsoever. I felt like both guys were pulled out at very appropriate times, both from Valdez and Luis Castillo. They were able to lend some length. And heck, even when it came to like the San Diego Padres, for instance, I know you Darvish got into some trouble, but it's not like I thought that he was yanked overly early. But I do think that that is always something to keep mind of, though I will say this postseason, it does feel like managers have been letting their guys go a little bit more than, say, the past two to three years. I think so. I think it's more, you look at the veterans, they're going to get a little bit of a longer leash. A guy like Zach Wheeler, although Zach Wheeler had like 10 pitches through four innings in that game, so of course you're going to let him go a little bit. And when we look at this Friday slate, you see Aaron Nola with the Phillies kind of having a very shaky middle relief. They're going to let Aaron Nola go as long as possible. And then you see a guy like Tony Gonsolin and Dave Roberts has already said 75-ish pitches, and we've already seen a little bit of movement in his K-Prop. It was two and a half, heavily juiced to the over. Now it's 
three and a half heavily juiced to the under. So kind of interesting to pay attention to. I think Snell's also kind of in that like five-ish innings, or if he gets in trouble, they're not afraid to yank him because he's a guy that can start really good, and then he goes down very quickly when he loses you know command a little bit. And it's very interesting to see if Blake Snell gets off to a dynamic start as well because just look back at the World Series a few years ago as well, though obviously as with the Tampa Bay Rays. This is now with the San Diego Padres and Mr. Melvin in that Padres dugout. I do think that he's one of the best in the game. So I do think that he's going to be able to maneuver a little bit better. And you are mentioning that Dodgers versus Padres game. And that I do think that is an intriguing one. So on this game is anywhere between seven and seven and a half. And this is a game that I really like to the under because you mentioned it with the LA Dodgers. They're probably not going to be throwing out their Tony Gonsolin very long. I am thinking he probably gets four innings. He might get more like three, three and a third. I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere in that neighborhood of four personally when it's all said and done. And when it comes to San Diego, they just have had a really tough time generating offense at home. That's because they play in Petco Park, which is why their numbers on the road are significantly better. But Blake Snell has really been rolling recently. And for the Padres, I've actually been really impressed by their bullpen during this series. I recognize that the LA Dodgers, they've got a pretty good lineup to say the least. But that said, if you take a look at the last series that these two teams played, it was very much an underfest. And I could see that happening here in game three after the first two games, a little bit higher scoring out there in Los Angeles. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, Robert seems like that there might be, they might either go to Andrew Heaney or they might go to Dustin May and relief. And that's the interesting thing. You know, Heaney has a little bit more experience, but the interesting thing is some starting pitchers can't handle coming out of the bullpen. And I don't know if going to Dustin May may be the best thing. I would probably prefer Heaney, even though he's a very much a wild card. So it'll be interesting to see. And that's the one thing I don't like necessarily about handicapping bullpen type games is trying to guess what the lineup is going to be in terms of the pitchers, because you want to know the best uh, thing when you look at a Nola or when you look at a Bieber or whatever and you kind of know, all right, they're going to go six or seven innings. Then it's going to be Alvarado. Then it's going to be Dominguez. Then it's going to be whoever. You kind of have an idea. This one, you're going to say, all right, Gonsolin's going to go three or four. Then maybe Heaney goes three or four. Then I don't know. And we don't know what the game's going to be. So I, it, that's what kind of makes it a little bit harder when it comes to these bullpen games, especially in the postseason where I do think Gonsolin could get yanked pretty quickly. I do think Heaney could get yanked pretty quickly. Yep, I do think so as well. And when it comes to the LA Dodgers, no shortage of arms are going to be available for them because of the off day as well. And when it comes to the San Diego Padres, they've been able to do a better job of being able to mix and match in terms of their bullpen as well. So that shall be very interesting to take a look at as well. And then I know you're a man that you've got some Philadelphia in your heart. And that's the most, shall we say, murky game for this Friday because with the Atlanta Braves, we don't know as of the time of recording this if it is going to be Spencer Strider or if it is going to be Charlie Morton. And very interestingly, a few books have posted up any pitcher of the Atlanta Braves versus Aaron Nola of the Phillies with the Phillies on all of those numbers being a minus 115 favorite plus 105 on the Atlanta Braves. And I just can't bet this number until I know whether or not it's going to be Spencer Strider or Charlie Morton because with Morton, you figure he's going to give a little bit more length. But at the same time, just in terms of effectiveness, I still give the edge to Spencer Strider, despite the fact that he is coming off of the injured list. And 
I'm seeing anywhere between a seven and a seven and a half on this total. And I, I can't bet that either because if Spencer Strider comes out with the way that the Atlanta bullpen is able to back him up, even if he doesn't lend a lot of length, I'd be willing to take a look at the seven and a half under. I would not be willing to do that with Charlie Morton and his struggles both against Philadelphia and on the road. I'm not sure how much the starting pitcher affects you in this one, but I do think that this is a pretty significant one in terms of Braves versus Phillies because it just feels like it's going to be a completely different ballgame depending upon which guy goes out there. Well, Strider pitching would mean I'd bet something in the first three or the first five, because as you said, Strider's not going to go very long. I think he said he's only had one and a half bullpen session as he started to ramp back up. So that tells me about three or four innings. And it's it's weird because you wonder, they probably would have gone to Strider if they were down 2-0. The fact that it's 1-1, they almost feel like they can buy themselves a little bit. But what's the big difference 24 hours later in terms of Strider's availability? I'd almost say just go with them for game three. And that way, if you get a lead, then you go Morton game four and you go free game five and the toughest thing for me and kind of balancing the Phillies fandom aspect of this is look Aaron Nola has been great the last two starts he's been fantastic and if you go back to uh, mid-September he had two straight starts against the Braves he was awful in Atlanta and he was fantastic at home there's going to be some nerves first home game in Philadelphia for 11 years and this is going to sound like a fan the Phillies have two easy outs at the top of their lineup right now Schwarber is 0 for 16 with eight strikeouts so far in the postseason and Reese Hoskins is either the the hottest batter on earth or the coldest batter on earth. That kind of starts things out a little slowly for the Phillies. And you know how the Phillies fans are. We love our teams, but the booze might start to come a little bit if there's some early struggles. So there's a lot of factors that are kind of swirling around this. That's why I'm looking first three or first five of Strider pitches. And if Morton pitches, then we'll kind of finagle some things a little bit and kind of see where we want to go there. No question. It should be very fascinating to see what we get in terms of whether or not the Atlanta Braves are going to be going Charlie Morton or Spencer Sider. It completely changes my handicapping on this game. So it's very early numbers. I am not going to be going with them until I know exactly who is going to be pitching in this as mid-major Matt. Matt Josephs is joining me on the podcast. And Matt, just in terms of what we're seeing in the postseason in general, just the more that I take a look at the postseason, I was feeling this way to start with, but I really do feel like at this point, the Astros, they have the easiest road to the World Series. I do ultimately think that when it's all said and done, the Dodgers are going to be able to get by the San Diego Padres. And with the Atlanta Braves, I do think that they're going to be able to will out the series against the Phillies. So that's a series I certainly do see going five games. And at this point, the Phillies winning two out of the next three, I would not be shocked at all. But I just take a look at everything in terms of postseason. And I do think that there are many things up in the air. I think that there's great value in terms of betting just game to game at this point. And the only thing I'd be taking a look at is perhaps the Astros make the World Series because I feel like that's right now the easiest road and right now what is probably the most inevitable of everything that we're seeing in the postseason. Yeah, and the one thing I don't necessarily like about that, and that's also personal preference with a lot of things in gambling, personal preference, juice tolerance, things like that. You know, I'm looking at one book now and the Astros are minus 120 to win the American League. And that's probably about right. That's the way it would be priced. I don't love taking futures like that, especially in a sport like baseball that where things could happen somebody gets hurt you know a lineup changes a little bit I don't usually love playing minuses it's almost like if you really think the Astros are going to win you know and get there you could almost try and roll over the money lines a bunch of times I know they might lose but you know it's a personal preference thing obviously there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who'd be like minus 120 great sign me up I'm going to take it just for me when it comes to a futures type thing I actually think the Yankees plus 155 would have a little bit more value but then again if I don't think the Yankees are going to win the the American League, then it has no value at all. It's just personal preference, right? 
Yep, I'm right there with you on coming into the postseason. I said this as well. If you're taking a look at MLB futures, you probably missed the boat. Doing some money line rollovers on series is the way that you'd want to be going rather than just taking a look at odds when the pennant on a team like the Astros, which I did think was a good bet going into the World Series, but being able to do a little bit of a money line rollover, I felt like would be able to give you the best bang for your buck. So we are in agreement on that, Matt, and I'm sure that we're in agreement that we are going to be getting some great postseason action here the next few weeks. And Matt, I know that you, much like myself, are getting set for what is going to be an incredible college basketball season as well. You handicap a little bit of everything, and you do so very well. Love the good people at home. Know how they're able to follow you on social media and everything they've got going on in general. Yeah, at Mid-Major Matt on Twitter, and the ramp-up begins and continues for college basketball. I was just down in Charlotte for the ACC Basketball Media Day, had some interviews with players and coaches, and kind of got a vibe as to the coming season ahead. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's crazy how close it's getting. I almost feel like I have to do more work, but then, of course, you know, in the college football season's around and you got games on Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, and then you've got the, the NFL as well. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. Of course, baseball as well. Looking forward to college basketball. Went to stay just a little bit longer so that way I could kind of continue with the other stuff, but love the sport. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt. always trying to help because we all have the same goal. We all want to beat the books. Absolutely. And Matt does a very good job of being able to do so, doing it with a wide variety of things. Taking a look at some full games, no question about it, but going in-game, going with player props, going with first fives, first threes. He's got every tool in the arsenal, does it very well, and it is always great to be able to get Matt on this podcast as he does a great job. Taking a look at the player prop market and so much more. A big thanks to him for joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Beeson Family of Podcasts. Coming up next, it is that time of the podcast. I give you picks and analysis on all three games on the betting board for this MLB Friday as we touch them all. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back to lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It is always a pleasure to get on our good friend Matt Josephs, better known as Mid-Major Matt. Absolutely terrific handicapper. He does a great job taking a look at a wide variety of things. He does a nice job day in and day out looking at the MLB. But on top of that, I know that he's been doing a great job with his college football previews and all of his articles over there at Athlon Sports. You're able to catch him if you're out there in the Richmond area and the ESPN radio affiliate over there as well. Big thanks to him for joining me in the last segment. And as you can tell by the name, he is primed up for college basketball as well. And, and it's something that's going to be on the rise and after baseball season. And it is primetime baseball season as we've got three great games for this MLB Friday. Time to give you guys picks and analysis on all three as we touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter feed at GNRS41. Going to be going with the two National League games, and then we've got the uh, straight American League game for today in the Guardians versus the Yankees because we did not get that game yesterday, so that'll keep things all nice, neat, clean, and easy. Now do note that I am doing this as Atlanta is unsure of who they're going to be going with with their starter, ironically enough, that'll be the first game, so we are going to be going through right about now, 961-962, it is the Braves, they're on the road facing up against the Philadelphia Phillies, we know that it's going to be Aaron Nola for the Phillies, for the Braves, it is to be determined, they might be going with Charlie Morton, they might be going with our good friend Spencer Strider, and Circa actually has a number on this game, they've got the Phillies against any pitcher, which is exactly how it reads, at a minus 115, and a plus 105 on the Braves, so the Phillies are the minus 115 favorites, 7 half is the total, the under is minus 120, and the over is even. I've handicapped this as if we are going to be getting Charlie Morton, and with Charlie Morton on the mound, I set the Braves at a plus 115. If we would get Spencer Strider, he would be a 10 cent upgrade. I would be setting the Braves at a plus 103 if we do get Spencer Strider, so I am not firing in on this with any pitcher listed as of right now. We are going to see who the starter is going to be, and adjust from there, but it is a 10 cent difference for me between Strider and Morton, and this despite the fact that Spencer Strider, I think that if he does go in this game, he is going to be only able to deliver a limited amount of innings, because with Spencer Strider, it will be his first time out there in darn near a month, spent some time on the injured list, so that is sort of the dangerous game that you are playing, but with Spencer Strider, when he has been fully healthy, 12 strikeouts per nine innings, his last start, ironically enough, was against the Philadelphia Phillies, you have to go back to the 18th of September for that Gave up one run in six innings, punched out 10. Heck, he had gotten nine-plus strikeouts at each out of his previous four starts, giving up a combined five earned runs in that time span. And Strider has been the better road pitcher this season. 325 road ERA, 317 home ERA. He gave up four home runs in 61 innings on the road. Now, he is a rookie. This is pretty much the most innings he's thrown in a season since he got out of, I would say... 
traveling ball as a child and things like that. So that does weigh on this quite a bit. But you do take a look at Charlie Morton and the trepidation that you've got with Charlie Morton is that he has had his struggles on the road this season. A 305 home ERA, but a 572 ERA on the road. And on the road, he's given up about 1.7 home runs per nine innings and he comes in a not so great form in his last five starts. 623 ERA, giving up seven home runs over the course of 26 innings against the Philadelphia Phillies this season in five starts. He has given up 17 runs, 16 of which earned 26 and a third innings. So that's good for a 547 ERA. This is a Phillies team that has gotten to him and if it is Charlie Morton on the mound on the seven half, I would be looking at the over. If you'd be getting Spencer Strider, I would look at the seven half under. Now, if Spencer Strider is out there, I would still be willing to take a flat seven over, but not the seven half like we're seeing right now. So it does weigh very heavily as to who we are going to be getting in terms of the starting pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. And you know who's going to be going for the Philadelphia Phillies, Aaron Nola, who throughout his career, he's always been a better home pitcher than road pitcher aside from this season. 3.53 home ERA this season compared to a 3 ERA on the road. Despite the fact that he's actually 5-9 and nine on the road and 6-4 and four at home, but the big thing for him has been the deep ball, giving up 1.1 home runs per 9 innings at home on the road, more like 0.6. But I will say this about Aaron Nola, one of the most pinpoint accurate pitchers in the big leagues, about 1.4 walks per 9 innings. He has been absolutely masterful on that front end with the Atlanta Braves. It is very important who goes in this game in terms of the starting pitcher because I think that they've got the lineup advantage. Austin Riley during the regular season Season. He had 38 home runs. He was able to do an absolutely amazing job for this team. Vaughn Grisham and Michael Harris, the second one, they're out there. Both of these guys are in North of a 285 for the season. And you've got William Contreras, Sansby Swanson, Travis Arno, Ronald Acuna Jr., in between about a 266 to 278. You've had Swanson launch 25 home runs. Matt Olson has a home run in seven out of his last 11 games, including the postseason. Flip side for the Philadelphia Phillies, you do have Kyle Schwarber, 45 plus home runs during the regular season. But here in the postseason, it has been a little bit more bare from him. He was able to do a solid job in the wild card round. Thus far in the divisional round, he's got as many hits as myself and only hitting about a 215 overall for the season. Been a really good series for Bryce Harper. He's got a home run, six hits after coming off the injured list that last month or so. He wasn't looking so great. You know what you're able to get out of guys like Eugene Segura, Alec Bohm, both hitting a 275 during the regular season. But Bryson Sott, second half of the season, he was hitting about a 275. Brandon Martian's coming over to the Phillies and get 275 as well. But also with the Atlanta Braves, even though Spencer Strider, if he gets a start, he won't be able to lend as much length as Charlie Morton. The Braves have the clear bullpen advantage. AJ Minter, a 2 ERA during the season. Colin McHugh, sub 3 ERA. Dylan Lee, 225 ERA. Rossi Iglesias, since he has come over from the Angels, a sub 075 ERA. And then for the Philadelphia Phillies, Sir Anthony Dominguez that's coming off the Angeles between the regular and postseason North of an 80 ERA. They've been using Zach Eflin out of the bullpen and it's been Eflin awful. He very nearly blew game one for this team. They've been utilizing North or Syndergaard out of the bullpen. Not a natural spot from Brad Hand is back. That's solid. And David Robertson, whenever he's been out there, has been solid. But I don't think that David Robertson is going to be available for this game. So clear advantage when it comes to the bullpen is on the Atlanta Braves. But clear pitching advantage, I think regardless of which starter you get in terms of Strider or in terms of Morton, it does go with Aaron Nola. So if the Braves do trot out there, Charlie Morton, I'm going to be saying the Phillies has a minus 113 favorite, minus 103 if Spencer Strider is on the mound, and this impacts the total as well. With Strider on the mound, 7 or less, looking at an over 7.5 or higher to the under. With Morton, 7.5 or less, looking at an over 8 or higher to the under. 963-964 is going to be the DK Nation pick, as we've got the LA Dodgers. They are on the road. They're facing off against the Slam Diego Padres. 
Tony Gonsolin is going to be going for the Dodgers. Blake Snell is going to be on the bump for the Padres. And the Padres are a slight underdog. You're getting them between plus 105 and plus 110. Between minus 115 and minus 125. The number on the Dodgers... Mostly seven and a half on the board right now. I'm seeing one straight seven over is minus 125. The under is plus 105. Rest of the board, I'm seeing seven and a half. Under is minus 122, minus 125. The over is between even at plus 105. DK Nation pick is going to be on this total under. I set my total more around a 6.7. I know that the LA Dodgers are averaging right around five runs per game. That has been absolutely supreme. But you take a look at the way Blake Snell has been able to pitch, and it has been absolutely masterful for the San Diego Padres seem a very rough start to the season for him but still has always been able to get that good swing and miss stuff going as he has been able to give you a strikeouts per nine rate that hovers in the neighborhood of 11 and if you date it back since July 23rd this is regular season starts 14 in total posted up a 219 ERA really was able to reduce the walks in the time span as well getting only about 2.3 walks per nine innings which has always been a little bit of a bugaboo for Blake Sell because ever since he came over to the San Diego Padres it's been more like 4.2 walks per nine innings but he is really starting it is right now. Bugaboo team for him has been the LA Dodgers as the LA Dodgers have been for so many bunches because you do have Mookie Betts. He's been able to supply 35 home runs hitting at 270 overall for the season and you've got so many guys on this roster that have been able to exceed 20 home runs this season. Max Muncy, Will Smith, throwing their trade turner, Freddie Freeman, all with at least 21 home runs this season. Muncy, not the world's greatest batting average, but last 35 days of the season hitting about a 250. Will Smith, about a 345 on base. Trey Turner hitting nearly a 300. Freddie Freeman, nearly a 300. 25, and then you've got someone like Trace Thompson who's been able to do 274 the team, Justin Turner, Gavin Lux. These guys have been able to move the line, but for the San Diego Padres, this bullpen looks fortified finally because Josh Hader is finding that good Josh Hader form from before. Last 12 outings has not allowed an earned run. Did give up an unearned run when LA came to San Diego to end the regular season, but he has been able to do a solid job. And for Tony Gonsolin, you're going to be expecting not a lot of length here. He made one start to end the regular season after he went on the injured list in very late August. That was two innings giving up one run against the Colorado Rockies. I would expect Gonsolin to go maybe four innings if you're lucky. I'm thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of three and four, but he overall for the season has been able to do a very solid job and this is a Padres offense that they rank in the bottom five in terms of offensive runs produced when they have been at home this season as they've actually been producing right around five runs per game on the road just because Petco Park, one of the most pitcher-friendly ballparks they are going to find in the big leagues. We have seen it with someone like a Will Myers. It's over 300 on the road, hitting sub-230 at home thus far this season. You do have a lot of guys hitting in the neighborhood about a 238 to a 250 overall for the season. Awesome Kim, Jerickson, Profar, Juan Soto, and Jake Cronenworth. They're on that fold, and for Cronenworth, he had that nice home run in game two, but certainly has been up and down for him. Other than Manny Machado, you really don't have a concept in terms of being able to supply power. Machado has already been able to go deep twice in this series for the season. About 30 bombs, sitting at 300, but on top of Josh Hader in the bullpen, you've got a few other pieces as well, as I like the way that Robert Suarez has been able to pitch. He's been able to give you a sub-3 ERA. Tim Hill has actually been able to do a solid job as well. Flip side for the LA Dodgers, they are going to be relying very heavily on their bullpen, but they had the top bullpen in the National League. In terms of ERA, you do not have Craig Kimbrell on this roster. That's very big, and I wouldn't be surprised if someone like a Dustin May is going to be able to piggyback off of what we're going to be able to get out 
out of Tony Gonsolin. You might see a little bit of Andrew Heaney as well. Heaney, a little bit of a roll of the dice, gives up a lot of home runs. Good news is he is pitching out there in Petco Park, but Yancey Almonte, throw in there in a Dodgers uniform and in a Dodgers uniform only. Chris Martin, Alex Vesia, all these guys with a sub-250 ERA, been able to get some good innings recently out of Tommy Canely as well, a very well-rested bullpen, so I do think that that is going to be rock solid for the LA Dodgers, but with that said, I do give a little bit of an edge to Blake Snell because I do think that he's going to be able to offer some length, and the bullpen of the San Diego Padres has yet to allow an earned run in this series. I do think that pitching in Petco is going to lend to a very pitcher-friendly game, so this is a total that I did set very low. My DK Nation write-up is going to be on the under, as I did set my total at a... 6.4, 6.4, so even at a 6.5, I'd be considering an under in this spot, and when it came to the San Diego Padres, set them as a minus 121 favorite, so I'm going to take a shot on the Padres on the money line, and then our added game to the board of 965-966, as it is Cleveland Guardians, they are on the road facing off against the New York Yankees, as you have Mr. Nestor Cortez going for the Yankees, and Shane Bieber, he's got a fever for getting outs for the Guardians, and the Guardians are finding themselves as underdogs between plus 120 and plus 128. Meanwhile, if you're taking a look at the Yankees, it is anywhere between Minus 135 and minus 140. Your total on this game is between 6 and 6.5 on the 6 overs between minus 115 and minus 120. The unders between even a minus 105 on the 6.5. Under is minus 120 and the over is even. Even with the rain out, there's really going to be no change to the handicap that I had on this game yesterday. Plus 125 or greater was willing to fire in on the Cleveland Guardians, and we have been able to get there. Now with Shane Bieber, the trepidation that you do have with him is that he has had his career struggles with the New York Yankees. As a matter of fact, hovering right around a 650 ERA for his career against the New York Yankees, but for Shane Bieber, he has been able to do a tremendous job all season long of being able to pitch on the road. A 265 road ERA compared to a 322 home ERA, giving up about 0.8 home runs per nine innings when he has been on the road, and for Nancy Nestor, he has been able to do a tremendous job at home as well. A sub-2 ERA when he has been at home, and he has been able to really reduce on the deep ball as well, as he's only giving up about 0.6 home runs per nine innings when he is at home. The thing with the Cleveland Guardians is that I do think that they're going to do a better job of of moving the line. This is a Guardians team that they ranked second to last in terms of total home runs in the uh, MLB this season, but with that said, you've got five guys at the top of this lineup. They're able to hit at least a 280. Oscar Gonzalez, Andres Jimenez, Steven Kwan, Ahmed Rosario, and Jose Ramirez. Ramirez, really the only guy in the team that hit more than 20 home runs, 29 bombs, 125 RBI, but Andres Jimenez is able to give you a little bit of pop. I like what I've been seeing out of Josh Naylor. His righty-lefty splits are not necessarily so great, so they need to play those matchups accordingly, but also with the Cleveland Guardians, bullpen has been absolutely supreme. Let's call it what it is. Emmanuel Class A, James Karinczak, both of these guys. Sub-two ERAs, the best eighth and ninth inning duo in all of baseball, and then you got Trevor Steven and Yo De Los Santos, both being able to give you a sub-three ERA for the Yankees. Bullpen overall for the season has been solid. Third best in terms of bullpen ERA. Clay Holmes has been a little bit, shall we say, shaky recently, but Lou Trevino, ever since he came over to the New York Yankees, has been able to do a rock-solid job. Buck 66 ERA. I would have probably shaded down my total just a tad for the extra off day, but with that said, they are already dealing with the day off. They really didn't expend the bullpen overly much in game one, which is why I really didn't shade this number down too much, and now with clearer skies, I do think that's going to cause for a little bit of better hitting conditions, which is going to help out the New York Yankees, because this is a Yankees team that they do rely upon the deep ball, and I do think that this game being played during the day actually helps out a little bit in terms of the deep ball as well, because now it's mid-October, a night game, it gets a little bit more cool, so 
maybe a ball like the one that we saw from Josh Donaldson a couple nights ago that it hit the top of the wall. Perhaps it goes out during the daytime. And I do think that that is something that you do want to be taking into account because they led the big leagues in terms of home runs. Aaron Judge no doubt did that as he was able to slug out 62 bombs this season while hitting above a 300. But on top of that, Anthony Rizzo, John Carlos Stanton, both of these guys, the combined 63 home runs of their own, both of these guys along Donaldson, hitting below a 230 overall for the season. But Isaiah Canaire for left moves the line, hitting a 260. So that is going to be helpful help out this team. They're going to see if they can get anything out of Matt Carpenter. I'm not really banking on that, but I think that you can bank on someone like an Jose Trevino being able to step up for this bunch as well. Both of these teams do a solid job of being able to put back to ball. I do think that Shane Bieber is going to be able to do a solid job here. And for Nestor Cortez, I do feel like he's been perhaps pitching a little bit above his skis recently. If you take a look at the batted balls at home, he has been getting a tad bit lucky on them. Overall, opponents have been hitting below the Mendoza line of 200 at home. As a matter of fact, a buck 61. He's been only giving about 2.4 walks per nine innings, but I do think that the Guardians are going to be able to go death by a million cuts. I think that Bieber is going to give up a few runs of his own, but I do think that the Guardians are going to do a good job playing some station-to-station baseball. I'm going to take a plus 125 or greater with the Guardians. I think that this total should be low. I set it at a 6.7, but now especially with the sixes, I'm going to be willing to take a look at this total over as well. And that wraps things up for the Friday edition of the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Visa Family, a podcast. A big thanks to Mid-Major Bat, better known as Matt Josephs, for joining me in the last segment. If you do like hearing from this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops, you're able to subscribe wherever you your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters EM, they mean does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. The other way, that is fine in Apple Podcasts for you. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Five that five star review. I'm coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season. That means I'm coming at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.